Hey, it is Jen the Builder. And Corey. <laughs> that was different. Right? I Well, because, you know, it's 108 episodes, and I think I say that exactly the same, and I just feel like I need a little bit of variety. All right, well, let me try it. And Corey. There you go. <laughs> Welcome, guys, to Take the Elevator. It has been an intense day, so, you know, no secret here. We're actually recording not on Wednesday. Tuesday, that is going to be a busy day for me for the month. I don't know if you guys have ever done this where you just kind of overbooked and you have commitments that are already there, but you go ahead and add stuff on there. But I think that's why I'm so wide awake. I think that's every day for you. (laughs) (laughs) I just overbooked? Overbooked. Jen, can you do it? Yes. Can you do this? Yes. Can you do this? Yes. That's just Jen. Which is so interesting because today, and this is another topic, this is not what we're talking about today, we're just kind of checking in. I hope that's okay with you guys. There's a list that I have to work on, things that I'm doing for my own growth and development, and it's a list of things that I tolerate. So things that I um, that distract me, essentially, from doing the things that I love or doing the things that move me forward. Mm-hmm. So... You don't think about these things. And that's why I'm such a big advocate for lists because it causes you to sit still and think about the things and actually create something and go back and review and reflect and all that good stuff. So if you have not done this, create a list of things that you tolerate. Not, And it's not the same thing as being tolerant. It's the things that you tolerate, things that don't serve you well, things that waste your time, things that you don't really like don't want to do so a list of things that go on at home at work in your relationships in your network and then choose things on that list what can i you know take off the list real quick what's you know and it's just good things let me give you an example so the other night i was looking for a good documentary to fall asleep to couldn't find anything that was worthwhile and I landed on this one movie. Don't even know the name of it, but I know that Jake Gyllenhaal was in it. The Guilty. And I seen Jen's eyes light up because it looked like something she would be <laughs> interested in. And I already knew because I have seen one too many Jake Gyllenhaal movies and it just has not interested. to you? Yeah, not yeah. in the least bit. And so I said, well, I will be falling asleep very quickly on this one. And Jen watched the whole thing. Do tell. Okay, okay, guys. I know I'm not alone in this. So I'm thinking it's going to be a good movie. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. It's suspense. It's a, you know, he's 911 dispatch. Someone's calling in and they're in trouble. And I want to see how this unfolds. And the trailer got you too, which is why you're kind of like, okay, let's see what this is about, right? But the movie went nowhere. It stayed where it was the whole time. And I don't know if you guys have done this, but I'm sitting there like, they're not just going to keep this here. No way. It's got to get yeah. better. There's gonna, Yeah, it's going to change up and it's going to be good. And I'm looking at the time, like an hour and a half. And she tolerated <laughs> that movie. I did. Through the whole thing. Yes. And so let's talk about that. I tolerated the movie and it was like an hour and 45 minutes. An hour and 45 minutes that I could have been asleep that I will never get back or that I could have spent time studying, 
journaling things that I knew that I needed to do that put I put on pause. And that's what we're talking about. The distractions. Don't tolerate. Don't tolerate a crappy movie. Set a guideline. Like if it's not going anywhere within five minutes. Sayonara it. Ixnay. Yeah, exactly. So when we come back, we're going to go into. This is how I'm going to link this because I watched that movie. I could have watched it on my iPad, but we're going to come back, continue with techie tips and have conversations about devices. This is going to be fun because we're going to go back, back, back in time Hmm. to present and then just imagine some things regarding it. So we'll be right back. Yeah. Every We are back, and Jen, <laughs> something very crazy happened on Monday. Monday, uh, okay. Yes, and so it gave me a good chuckle because Facebook went down. And Instagram. And Instagram. Oh, no. And people were what did we do? flipping out. I mean, they were wigging out. But not only that, so that part gave me a good chuckle. Wait, but how long did it go down? Seven hours. That's how much I don't go on social media while I'm working. Yeah. Yeah. Seven hours. Seven whole hours. And so here's the deal. Um, (laughs) It's so shocking to realize that our government has allowed for Facebook to have so much power that when Facebook went down, Instagram went down, there are countries that could not communicate because that's the only way they can communicate. Is that a true story? That is a very true story. Really? Yes. They only can communicate so through what messenger. Is, what is the handle on IG for a whole country? Oh, I wouldn't know that. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I just was listening to all the, the tragic stories of people not being able to communicate. And I just think, wow, where have we went to that we thought it was a good idea to give one company a monopoly on an entire social media that nobody else can tap into. You say, well, Corey, what do you mean? Well, every time another platform popped up, Mark Zuckerberg would not let them flourish. He would either buy them out and destroy the company or add it on to his and expand Facebook and um, Instagram. But with that being said, that leads us into devices. So do tell Jen about the devices that we have currently in our day and time let's see i'll just tell mine because it's kind of ridiculous so i have a cell phone and it's an iphone and it's the minus still the 11 pro max but i think it's just fine and then i have a iphone for work and then i have the larger size ipad which i use for certain things and then the smaller size ipad which i use for other things and then i have my um macbook in case i want to be mobile and then i've got my mac computer with two screens because one is just not enough i guess and then of course i've got my work set up here at home And then we have the printer. And what's crazy is that that is all in one section of the house. And while I'm in that section of the home, I've got my iPhone 
Yeah, I watch. I watch, I mean. And what's crazy is when I say, I wonder what time it is. And I'm looking around my <laughs> office to see what time is it. It's I'm just and like, it's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> now, so I know it sounds a little strange to have that many devices that kind of do somewhat of the same thing. But as you explained, there's very good use for all these different devices. Uh, one is strictly for the attachment to your body that you can track your steps, track your meals, yes. track your everything. Track phone away. Is, phone is essential because sometimes you just need to text message, make a phone call, um, and do some other things. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, the iPad is very handy musically because I can control some of my uh, studio devices from the iPad, which you can too. You could actually run the podcast from your um, yeah. from your uh, iPad. And then the computers, I mean, who can operate in today's society without a computer, especially for employment? It's just one of those things that is, is it comes in hand. And mm-hmm. you really don't know how to move forward without that. And I've been in a situation where I had to navigate without a keyboard. And so that was very difficult or sometimes without a mouse and the keyboard was the mouse. So yeah, it can get quite complicated. Very. So that's currently what we have now. And I mean, we can talk about all the devices that we have throughout the house, but those are our major things, right? Um, I was like, what was life like when we were younger? So, of course, we go back, and I, well, it's no secret how old we are. We're 48, you're 49, so we're about 50 years old. So you go back in time, and, of course, you had the landline. That was a must. Yeah. For those who don't know, a landline, phone, plug in the wall. It's not connected to any Wi-Fi, any cellular services. It's an actual phone line. Right. That runs either through the house, out the house, into a telephone a pole. pole. <laughs> yeah. And all the wires on the pole connect the telephone. Yes. So that was there. And then as we aged a little bit into our teen years or maybe, yeah, teen years, maybe early 20s, the pager, you know, that was a way people could get in contact with you. Um, even. Pay the paying system, you know, the debit cards, the, that oh, stuff, no, no way. Yeah. Uh, writing a check. I don't know that our kids know how to write a check. I don't think my youngest, and I say my, but our youngest has a clue on how to write a check. Well, and no, no shade. It's just the time that we're in telling time on an analog Clock for him was a challenge. A huge challenge. Because everything was digital yeah. for him. So But Jen, let's yeah. let's go back just a little bit because even with the devices that we use today to do certain things, let's talk about the phone and how there's games on the phone through the apps. Mm-hmm. We talked about apps. We didn't talk we talked about games just a little bit. But you couldn't play a game unless it was a big old council. And that was something like the Atari 2600. And it was huge. That was back when I could play video games. Now they're too complicated. Yeah. There's all sorts of buttons. And and then I'm looking at like, that's actually a combo for a move. When it just looks like you're just hitting all the buttons wherever (laughs) you want spontaneously. That's how I play anyways. Yeah. 
And so those those games that that kids played, I mean, there were only well, there were gamers back then, but there was only so much you could do on those games. And after you did most of all that, which if you were a gamer, you pretty much figured out out how to you know manipulate the game within the first couple of days, and then it was it was a done deal. So it was back outside. Let's play now. There's these games that, like you said, are so complicated that the device can hold, what, thousands of games if you want? Yeah. So you just never have a, a ending of your, your playtime. Right. But what I'm saying here is that I loved my life without all these devices. Like really? you, Yeah. Huh. Maybe because I didn't know what I was missing. Right, right. But I have to say that when there's downtime, like if... Like just the other day or a few days ago, our power was out. So you either ran on, you know, what was still charged. You couldn't watch TV. Um, Not that you and I ever have a problem with talking, but I just found myself doing a lot more um, dreaming, planning, and I just enjoyed just being in my thoughts instead of being busy looking at a device oh yeah no that that night went very smooth for us it wasn't a a heartache or anything and i think the power went out at seven thirty, and it didn't come back on to almost two mm-hmm. and the only reason why i knew that is because i didn't want the power to come back on and lights and stuff like that you know coming on i didn't i couldn't remember what what we turned on and what we had turned off downstairs so i just wanted to make sure but yeah that was a re- very peaceful enjoying night to have quiet in the house as it is now but we always have that right right we do so it sounds like we're rambling but i really want us to get to our point so for those who are listening are like okay what what were they going a few places actually Mm -hmm. i think it's always great you know us to go down memory lane and think about what life was like remember those things come back to the present and then recall what it felt like to have Facebook and Instagram down for seven hours. And actually, instead of waiting for things to happen to us and then we react, this is what I love, is make it a game almost or a challenge. Like, hey, they shut it down on me. Now I'm going to make the option and the choice to shut it down myself because it's what I want to do. Right. Right? Or I'm going to shut it down on them. There you go. Yeah. Right? So... What can you do with all that time? And, and you know, it's crazy, and I don't know this. The I'm going to try with the data again. But I can honestly say that throughout the day, I can easily spend an hour on social media, posting, scrolling up, seeing what I like, hitting like if I like it, commenting if I want. And that's kind of crazy because we've created a society where – we are just at the finger at our fingertips judging people, Hmm. you know, and I know that typically we don't think about it that way, but if I'm looking at a post, I'm passing judgment if it was good enough or if I agreed with it to like it. If it deserved a like. Exactly. (laughs) That is really funny. Yeah. So I just really think it's healthy for us to come off this stuff and make those decisions to say today I'm not. And I've seen people come off social media, off their devices, and they set their own rules. You know, what's going to challenge them and stretch them. 
I promise the conversations will be so much more engaging with people when you're not tied to your device. I know that creativity is amazing when you've got a pen and paper, pencil and paper, and you've just got to, you know, go at it that way. That At least that works for me. So I think that's the challenge here. We want to elevate. We want to make change happen instead of allowing powers that be or technology to affect our lives. You know, flip it. I got a question for you and the listener, Jen. And this is a, a pretty... um Deep question for me, because I just I really I really want to know the answer to this. Do you think people have deemed themselves irrelevant without their devices? It's a sad answer. I think there most people might Mm -hmm. because that's their world. You know, they're looking for acceptance, checking to see the number of likes, the number of followers. Um. And that's how they connect. That's how they stay in touch. Yeah. Send me a message, you know, um, like my post, see what I'm up to. And it, I think it's a connection of sorts. Is it a true connection? Are those true friendships? Are those true likes? You know, we just put ourselves out there at the mercies of people viewing our lives literally on their device. Right. And it can really mess people's worlds up. I mean, so yeah, my answer is, yeah. Mm, very interesting. I'm interested to hear also what, what the listener is is thinking as far as that goes. Yeah, that that's actually a good question that I'm going to make sure we put on my Instagram. Speaking of Instagram. <laughs> um, you know, and there are things that, reasons why people use Instagram to put their thoughts out there. I use it more of a creative space and seeing, excuse me, what our friends are up to as far as their small businesses, big businesses, whatever that looks like. I mean, I definitely can celebrate things on there. That's for sure. But don't get caught up in all of that, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm part of this great community. One of, uh, a person that I really feel is just such a great coach and has great concepts and is very motivating and inspiring. And what was funny is his app didn't go down. So that community where they're all like-minded and that they want to grow and stuff, they stayed on. And what's pretty intense is that there was this challenge that I joined and it was day one, the day Instagram and Facebook shut down and so there was a lot more activity in this it was like oh my gosh i don't i don't have time i can't get on instagram or facebook so i'm gonna go in here to connect so i thought that was cool to see that their response was so high because of that Mm -hmm. and in this forum it's very geared and tailored and focused on topics that are good for your soul good for your mind just elevating right you know so i'm trying to spend more time in there to learn and figure out what i can do with the things that i learn it's been great so what i'm getting out of this is that it's okay to have devices it's okay to go on social media nothing wrong with that just don't let it get to the point to where it's sucking you dry Mm -hmm. and leaving you lifeless 
That's what I was going to say. I'm so sorry. If you spend one hour a day on it, that's seven hours a week. And on weekends, it's more. So we'll just say eight. You can literally lose almost 40 hours a month on scrolling and judging and liking and not liking, commenting. It's crazy when you think about it that way. Yeah, it really is. What? As you said that, I'm like, man, wait a minute. Am I doing my math right? Yeah, one hour a day, weekend, sometimes more. So we'll just go eight, eight times four is 32, 32 hours. And that's being really low on that, on that guesstimate. Yeah, that's being very lenient. Yeah, 40 hours. And then we say, I don't have time for that. You know, I, I'm overwhelmed. I'm, my schedule's crazy. It makes you think, is it? What are you doing with your time? And I've learned something here, even in that, even if I'm only doing however many, it's still time I don't get back. Right. And I know there are things that I want to do and achieve and be about. So, Anything you want to say to that? I think that's it. No, that rocked my world. And I am contemplating, maybe I can put mine down a little bit more too. And I Mm -hmm. know I'm not going crazy on it. I'm just trying to grow the business. And sometimes growing the business needs to take a a backseat too, so I can focus on writing some more, practicing some more. And the people around us and what those look like, the relationships, build, look up. And let's elevate. elevate. Every-